I put my pack. How and why did you find me? I talk slow. Every letter and syllable has to be in its place. Does it matter? She talks quick and to the point. She wants to tell me more, tell me everything about everything, but she's holding something back. Or maybe she's just impatient with me like everyone else. I say, I don't do much field work anymore, Miss Times. Early retirement. So early it happened almost before I got the job. See this computer? I turn the flat-screen monitor toward her. An infinite network of Escheresque pipes fill the screensaver pixels. That's what I do. I research. I do genealogies, find abandoned properties, check the status of out-of-state warrants, and find lost addresses. I search databases, and when desperate, which is all the time, I troll Craigslist and eBay and want ads. I'm no action hero. I find stuff in the internet ether. Something tells me your fingers won't be in there. She says, I'll pay you ten thousand just for trying. She places a check on my desk. I assume it's a check. It's green and rectangular. What, no manila envelope bulging with unmarked bills? I'll pay you another fifty thousand if you find out who has my fingers. I am about to say something sharp and clever about her allowance from Daddy, but I blink my eyes and she is gone. Chapter 2 Right after I come to is always the worst, when the questions about dreams and reality seem fair game, when I don't know which is which. Jennifer Times is gone, and my head is full of murk. I try to push the murk to the corners of my consciousness, but it squeezes out and leaks away, mercury in a closed fist. That murk, it's always there. It's both a threat and a promise. I am narcoleptic. How long was I asleep? My office is dark, but it's always dark. I have the sense that a lot of time has passed, or maybe just a little. I have no way of knowing. I generally don't remember to check and set my watch as I'm passing out. Time can't be measured, anyway, only guessed at, and my guesses are usually wrong, which doesn't speak well for a guy in my line of work. But I get by. I paw around my desk and find a pack of cigarettes behind the phone, right where I left them. I light one. It's warm, white, and lethal. I'd like to say that smoking keeps me awake, clears the head, all that good stuff normally associated with nicotine and carcinogens, but it doesn't. Smoking is just something I do to help pass the time in the dark, between sleeps. On my desk, there is no green and rectangular $10,000 check. Too bad, I'd quickly grown fond of the little fella. There is a manila envelope, and on my notepad are gouges and scratches in ink, an EKG output of a faulty heart. My notepad is yellow like the warning traffic light. I lean back in my chair, looking for a new vantage point, a different way to see. My chair complains. The squawking springs tease me in my sedentary existence. No one likes a wise ass. It might be time for a new chair. Okay, Jennifer Times. I conclude the stuff about her missing fingers was part of a hypnagogic hallucination, which is one of the many pithy symptoms of narcolepsy. It's a vivid dream that occurs when my narcoleptic brain is partially awake, or partially asleep, as if there is a difference. I pick up the manila envelope and remove its contents. Two black-and-white photos, with accompanying negatives. Photo 1. Jennifer Times, sitting on a bed. Shoulder-length hair obscures most of her face. There's a closed-lipped smile that peeks through as if it's wary of the camera and, by proxy, me. She's wearing a white T-shirt and a dark-colored pleated skirt. 
It's hiked above her knees. Her knees have scabs and bruises. Her arms are long and closed in tight, like a mantis. Photo 2. Jennifer Time sitting on a bed. She's topless and wearing only white panties. She sits on her folded legs, feet under her buttocks, hands resting on her thighs. Her skin is bleached white, and she is folded. Origami. Arms are at her side, and they push her small breasts together. Her eyes are closed and head tilted back. A light fixture shines directly above her head, washing her face in white light. Ligature in her neck is visible, as are more than a few ribs. The smile from the first photo has become something else. A grimace, maybe. The photos are curled, a bit washed and faded. They feel old and heavy with past time. They're imperfect. These photos are like my memories.